This episode of The Horror Basement is brought to you by Conuga, Chattanooga, Tennessee's largest multi-fandom convention. Going on between February 24th through the 26th at the Chattanooga Convention Center and Historical Chattanooga Choo Choo Hotel. For more information, go check them out at Conuga.com. your host, Johnny Leroy. As always, we've got our local horror expert here, the myth, the legend, the horror man, Jim Jam. What's going on, guys? I think we got a pretty good podcast for you today. We're going to be talking about Carnoga. You know, Carnoga, it's the 10th anniversary. Ain't that right, Jim Jam? Yep, 10th anniversary. So the 10th anniversary, Jim Jam's a little under the weather today. Yep. Unfortunately. But he is pushing through, guys. He's a trooper. Taking one for the home team. Not, not really. Not really taking one for the home team, though. No, anyways, but in all honesty, or seriousness, not honesty. I'm being honest with you all the time, so. Yeah. In all seriousness. <laughs> We're going to be talking about Con News, the 10th anniversary in Chattanooga, Tennessee. So, uh, we hope you enjoy, and uh, as always... Here we go. No, no, no. Share and like, subscribe and stuff. Shit. A little early, dude. Oh, sorry. You know, we'll we're on other out. formats. All right, and like always, here we go. Oh, like, share, subscribe. That's what I just said. <laughs> hey, away we go. All right, guys, so today we have with us Chad from Conuga, the event coordinator, correct? Is that what you say, Chad? Is that That's right. So uh, this is the tenth year anniversary of Conuga. So to be going on a decade, that's pretty awesome, right? I mean, oh, fabulous! Uh, we're we're extremely excited about hitting our ten year anniversary. Yeah, because I mean, to be a part of something that's gone on this long, I mean, you got to have the people attending, so it's got to be pretty fun. And so, tell us a little bit about. I guess you, I guess people want to know what is Conuga. Conuga uh, is a multi-genre fan convention. Um, it's a lot like Dragon Con or Comic Con, except that it's pretty much by the fans, for the fans. Um, not a lot of corporate involvement. Well, not really any corporate involvement, I guess. Uh, so it's, it's very, very fan-friendly. And it's got a little bit of everything. Um, specifically, I run the horror track, and I go to various multi-genre conventions. Well, Dragon Con's one of my other favorites, and nobody else that's not a specific horror con has a dedicated horror track like Con Nuga does. Yeah, that's what uh, I was. I'm over here looking at the website and everything. The horror aspect of it, is the paranormal aspect of it part of your thing, too? Yes. It's kind of all rolled into one. It's paranormal, haunts, and horror. Because I guess that is kind of different, the whole paranormal thing for a con. It seems 
I mean, the horror I could see, you know, because you got, uh, you know, cosplay with horror-themed, you know, yeah. antagonists or whatever you want to call them. But the paranormal thing is what I'm sitting here looking at, like, thinking, how's that fit in? Like, Which, I guess, so, people dress up like ghosts, maybe. Yeah, I mean, they, they're essentially two sides of a coin, I would say. Um, I like to get involvement from various uh, paranormal-involved people. For example, Chattanooga Ghost Tours. I've had them as guests on the track ever since I've been running it and uh, keep asking them back year after year. They keep coming back year after year and talk about true ghost stories. Uh, Hope Holloway actually leads a ghost tour around the Chattanooga Choo Choo and points out all of the haunted areas that are at that location. So you're getting a bona fide ghost tour right there at the con. I, I can't name a single other con anywhere ever that can say that they have that. Yeah, we actually got to meet them last year at ShutterCon. And they're they're really nice people. Yeah. Yeah, they're great great and, uh, folks. They were telling us about the house that they lived in and how haunted it is and everything. Which I, I've never seen a ghost, so I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't, have you seen ghosts, Chad? Not exactly. I've seen stuff that maybe I can't quite explain, but um, yeah, ghosts ghosts usually don't don't. I'm I'm the guy that's not going to get a reaction. I mean, they call me the master of horrors, and part of that is because I don't get scared by the paranormal. And so I think I'm not any fun for ghosts. Oh yeah, they, they well. can't scare me, so they don't bother me. Yeah, maybe that's why I've never been messed with by one. I don't know. I don't know. I, I just, I don't know. Like the whole ghost thing, like, I think the TV shows have ruined me on ghosts. I mean, yeah, because everything's at night time. It's bull crap. Yeah, a lot of them, I think, I, they'll say something like, they, you hear something, and then once they say it, you automatically think you're hearing what they say. Uh-huh. Yeah, I tried watching a couple of those reality ghost hunting shows, and I just I couldn't stick with them because it was all uh, a bunch of of over exaggerated reactions to stuff that yeah. only they could hear. You know, me as an impartial observer, I I'm not convinced or impressed by anything that they think that they're hearing. Um, the and um, then they. They talk about the, the, the evidence, and they never really find anything, and we don't really get to go back and evaluate the evidence with them to make a determination. So it seems like they're always playing the field towards the possibility that, that the ghost could be at this place that they're investigating without ever actually allowing a place to be debunked and say, you know what, went there, we gave it our best shot, there was just nothing there. I guess that wouldn't make a good TV show. But no. if you, the viewer, feel like, well, there was nothing there for me to see, and, and they're trying to make it seem like that there was, then it's like, well, why do I want to come back and, and watch another episode? So I'd much rather do my own ghost hunting. See, I've never ghost hunted, but I don't understand why people just go at nighttime on them shows. Like, 82% of all hauntings happen during the daytime. You just don't pay attention to it because you're busy. 
or whatever. It's just what viewers expect. They expect the spooks to come out at night. So yeah, that's just um, I don't know. That's well, why I, I can never understand it. They call it the haunting hour or something. I mean, yeah, wouldn't go the sleep. Hour. Oh yeah, the witching hour. Uh, I, I just uh, when I start talking about ghosts and it just really irritates me for some reason. Because <laughs> I mean, I've never personally seen one or had an experience with one, but if I did, I don't. I just don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It gets me riled up. The thinking. best, the best ghost experiences that I've had have been down in Savannah, Georgia. And if you get the chance to go down there um, and spend a, a weekend doing some of their ghost tours and stuff, that that. Is so much fun, but is that at nighttime or is that? Is it? They have different ones, lots of different ones by lots of different companies. Um, some of them are indoors tours around haunted houses that I guess you can pretty much do any time during the day. Graveyard, you can go day or night, um, I believe. So, but they, they, a lot of them are at night. Because see, I could like if something happened during the daytime, I'd be more believable you know what i'd believe it a little bit more but at night time it'd just be like well somebody's probably off in the distance doing something yeah you know like right. i can't see they they have the the shadow effect where i can't see them you know the lighting or whatever they know or the sound that's you know just i don't know that's just my opinion on it i'm, I'm a little biased though because like i said i've never experienced the paranormal activity i guess you would call it I guess that's what it is. Yeah. So let's get back to the horror aspect. So you got to be a huge okay. horror fan, correct? Oh, absolutely. So my, I, uh, my first love is actually Star Wars, but after well, that, uh, I'm 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 horror genre uh, big time. Yeah, I'm a big. Uh, I like you know all the, I guess you could say, comic book character movies. You know the action and just I don't know. Like Captain America and Iron Man and all that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Before it comes to horror, and that's how I am too. Like you know, watching Star Wars from growing up, seeing it for the first time is like hell yeah, <laughs> love that <laughs> <Right>. shit. <laughs> so uh, <clears throat> like, go ahead. I can't. I can't even. Um, like if if you were to ask me my favorite horror movie. I couldn't narrow it down to just one. I've got to break it down into categories, and then I can name off my top few from each category. But then, you know, comparing <laughs> comparing them to choose one, you know, that that is my favorite over all of them, I just I can't do it. And I can't say that about any other genre. Um, you know, when it when it comes to to sci-fi or even fantasy, you know, it's it's uh, uh, it's Star Wars. If it's straight fantasy, it's Chronicles of Narnia. You know, every genre I've got, I've got clear favorites, and I can't narrow it down that easily with horror. So what? All right, well, you know, horror's got a lot of sub subgenre. What about uh, the? I guess possession. What about that one? Yes, I'm. I'm a big, big fan of uh, all sorts of. Of spirituality in in horror, um, demonic possession, um, interaction with uh, with spirits and that sort of thing, um, and uh, I, I'm a man of faith. Uh, been uh, been a churchgoer for uh, all my life, and so you know I have a lot of history with you know with reading about the the spiritual world, and have been always very curious 
about that. And so when you apply that to um, a fictional or, you know, even even those that are based on true stories, um, knowing that there's obviously a fictional element to them to make them cinematic, uh, it just seems to be more plausible to me than, say, like the, the typical slasher flick. And that just that makes it more interesting to me. So that's that's one of my favorite subgenres. So did you watch the uh, the the Exorcist on Fox on TV this year? Oh no, I didn't. But I do have it on DVD. Really? It's already out on DVD. No, no, the no. Ex- I mean, the, t- talking- the TV show. Oh no, no, no! I did not. I don't, I, I rarely watch TV as it airs. Oh, I always okay. wait and, and binge everything when it comes out on DVD. But no, I missed that one. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, it. I. I liked it. How about the uh, autopsy of Jane Doe? That's a movie. What movie? Yeah. It's pretty new. Which one? The say, odd, say that again. The autopsy of Jane Doe. Nope. It doesn't sound familiar either. Yeah, that's a pretty new movie that's come out. That's okay. a pretty wild movie. I'll have to, I'll have to put that on my uh, list to check out. So what are we uh, looking forward to in this, uh, I guess the panels? Are, did you Have you had panels in the past, like horror panels? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, ever since, I mean, that was why they brought me on. Connuga used to have a horror track. Um, and it was back in the early days. It kind of fell off for reasons I don't know about because that was before I started going. Um, they they reached a point where uh, they wanted to revive it, and um, because you know Todd, the the Kanuga guru, he's a he's a big horror buff himself. Um, and he's he's very involved with uh, with stuff regarding horror. So so he's got a passion for it. He wanted to bring that back, but of course him being the, the lord and master of, of everything Kanuga, he doesn't have the time to organize and run a single track. So he went looking for somebody to to revive that. My name came up, and he ended up pulling me into that. So, um, so we've had a, a horror track that I've been running for the past few years, and every year I try to fill it with, you know, with great uh, horror-related paranormal stuff, um, and it's always challenging and fun, you know, to come up with new things that I haven't done before and, you know, explore new territory in the panels. And I'm super excited about this year in particular because we really got challenged, you know, with with this being the big 10-year anniversary year. You know, guys, we want you to, to put your best foot forward, to really give, give your tracks all you've got. And uh, so I hit it uh, harder than ever. And this is the first year that I got to the end of my preliminary schedule and realized that I had too much stuff to fit it all into a single weekend. Oh, wow. And I actually had to, because usually in years past, I've had to come up with things, okay, well, what am I going to do, you know, in this hour, that hour? I need to come up with things to fill those in. This year I was actually having to trim stuff. Um, And so, you know, of course, the the stuff that was that was a little less exciting. I think it's all exciting, but you know, stuff that was maybe a little less exciting got trimmed off. So I ended up, you know, with the best of the best of all the ideas that I had 
uh, and not just me, but you know all the people who contribute to that. And so um, I, I'm really excited. If if I weren't running the hard track and it was just there as a participant, I would spend all of my time at the hard track because it's all stuff I want to do. So obviously I've got you guys coming in <laughs> no to do pressure. a couple of panels for us. I'm <laughs> looking forward to those. Um, I've got uh, Mortis coming in. They run a uh, podcast, and um, they uh, I'm, I'm actually going to be doing a couple of panels with them as, as well as uh, them doing their own panels. And we're going to have, as a guest at some of those, uh, Victoria Price, who is Vincent Price's daughter. Wow. I'm super excited to meet her because I'm a yeah. huge Vincent Price fan. Love him to death. So uh, we're going to have discussions about um, Vincent, his life, his legacy, what it was like growing up with him. We're going to have discussions of um, classic horror versus uh, modern horror with uh, with Victoria, who's you know got that that special insight um, to her father's world of uh, of that classic horror. Um, one of our, our best-received panels last year was actually one that uh, uh, author Seth Tucker suggested to me, and so he and I and a couple other people uh, did it, and it was horror in sci-fi. And we didn't even scratch the surface. We went over time, and I had to, I had to put my, my track coordinator cap on and say, okay, you know what, <laughs> we got to end this and get out of here so we can get the next panel set up. Um, but uh, it was we had so much to talk about, and it was so um, so much fun for everyone that I'm actually bringing it back this year as two separate panels. Oh, yeah, one go. thing that we intended, yeah, one thing that we intended to get to with that one was H.P. Uh, Lovecraft. I'm a, I love I love Lovecraft, and we didn't even scratch the surface with him. So I'm I'm having uh, an entire panel dedicated just to Lovecraft, and we're going to have another um, sci-fi horror panel to go, with, to go along with that. Um, I'm very excited about those. The uh, The big deal, though, will be the Scream Queen competition. Are you Have you heard of that yet? I've heard of a Scream Queen competition. Is that where you get people to yell? or? Well, yes, but it's, it's more than that. Um, and... I've been experimenting with it a little bit over the past couple of years, but but uh, last year I hit a formula that that I thought really worked well, and I'm very excited about. So we're gonna we're gonna be returning to to mostly that again this year. So the screaming is definitely part of it, but then we actually have the contestants act out a death scene. Oh, they can yeah. come up with anything they want. As long as they, you know, don't make a bloody mess on the on the stage that we've got to clean up, uh, they can they can utilize people from the audience, um, props, whatever they want to do, um, and create a, a scene in which they die. And then we also do horror trivia. So you got to know your horror trivia if you're going to compete in this. Um, and we we crown the winner, and. Um, the uh, the person who won last year, uh, she was the second time winner. So I'm hoping that she'll return to defend her crown and that she'll have some good competition this year. 
Yeah, definitely for sure. So, like with this horror genre panels, like this is gonna be our first time even attempting something like this. I mean, and now you just put a lot of pressure, <laughs> just, just throwing it out there. Uh, <laughs> when I told Johnny about we're doing panels, he's like, "What? What?" He yeah. started freaking out. <laughs> yeah, well, when did I mean, this happen? yeah, that's exactly. I was like, "How did you? Why would you agree to that?" <laughs> well, I was like, "Why not?" Yeah. <laughs> So now the pressure's on, and hopefully we don't, you know. Well, from what I've, you know, seen uh, other panels like at the San Diego Comic Con, pretty much we're gonna be the mediators, right? Well, you just talk. Um, yeah, it depends on how you how you want to run them, but yeah, with with the panel of guests that that you've got coming in, um, yeah, I mean, I I think your jobs would be pretty easy, just um. Yes. <laughs> Because you got some fabulous guests coming, so you know, just turn yeah. them loose. Just get the yeah, get the ball rolling, and then they'll let let them bat it around. Yeah, I guess kind of um, like what we're doing now. Just act like we're doing a live broad podcast, right? Well, that's, yeah, absolutely. I'm wishing um, we wouldn't have got so many people now. <laughs> I mean, like, it, it can get chaotic. It depends on how they interact with each other. It can get chaotic yeah. with too many people. But I've seen, I have seen panels large panels of people do really interesting uh, panels. So if, if, if they don't step onto each other too much and, and they interact well, then it will probably come off um, quite nicely. And that'll be, you know, part of your job as a moderator is kind of keep everybody on track and make sure they don't go down too many rabbit holes. Yeah. But, you know, one, one of the reasons that they, um, that they asked me to come lead the, the horror track to begin with was because in the past I've done several successful fan panels um, for Kanduga. Most of them have been in some way either horror-based or uh, Star Wars-based. Because I had other other friends who were already on the Kanduga staff, and so they, when they needed a Star Wars expert, they'd come to me a lot of times. Um, and I have a... I have a uh, a background in radio, and so I just I pulled on that, you know, yeah. just like you were saying, a podcast with a live audience. It was just you know it was the same thing. It was like talking on the radio, but I had a had a room full of people, and it was you know when especially when you involve the crowd and uh, let them throw out their ideas back to you and respond to what you're talking about. It's really very easy. Hmm. I have no clue. Yeah. Especially about the crowd thing, like I have no problem talking with people. Obviously, I mean that's just how it goes with doing a podcast and conversation. Right. The crowd aspect of it, I think, is going to be what's a little different. I mean, granted, we've had people sit in on our podcast, you know, and I'll say something to them, you know, off, you know, just talking, you know, so and so's here talking to them, and you know, but I don't know. We'll have to. The crowd will be new. <laughs> The great thing about doing a panel at a place like Tonuga, though, is that you're you're there with fellow fans. Yeah, you know, those true. people out in the audience, they have passion about this thing just like you do, and so you know they're they're there to support and, and interact, take part, and they and they love doing that. So you awesome. know, it's, I I've never had trouble with with any hecklers or anything like that. You know, it's just it's all people. Who, who share that love and um, and you know just are chomping at the bit to 
to have a chance to, to throw out a thought or, you know, interact with somebody that, that has that same appreciation that they do. Yeah, I guess one of our goals for, the, you know, the independent um, indie whore is to let people understand that they're locally, you know, they have people just right down the road from them shooting mm-hmm. films and making these films. So hopefully they'll get to see that and maybe, you know, get in contact with these people and just be able to get a hold of their stuff more. I mean, that's my goal. Uh, yeah, I, I I would certainly be excited about that. And I, I am excited about that. You know, I, I want to hear more about that scene. Because have you uh, heard of, uh, was it Damn Good Productions or Damn Good Films? Damn Good Movies. Damn Good Movies. They're actually in, out of Chattanooga. Oh, cool. Yeah, and I mean, they got short films they're making and, you know, working on all kinds of stuff. So, and, and if you haven't heard of them, well, this is your opportunity. I mean, this is in your backyard, Chattanooga. Well, yeah, absolutely. That's what, I mean, I think that's what our goal, or my goal, and I'm, well, Tennessee Horror's goal, really, is to get this out there, I mean, to anybody and everybody. Well, and, and you never know, too, when, you know, when you're going to have some obscure talent up there that's going to strike a chord with somebody uh yeah. a couple of years ago was it was it last year or the year before it was the year before last year um there was a a, a little known director and he's so little known and even though i'm a fan i can't recall his name off the top of my head but he um he directed a couple of the uh puppet master movies um Damn. he did uh one of the Pumpkinhead sequels i think it actually was the second one but anyway, I knew him well enough to, to know that I enjoyed his movies, and, and when and he was there on a panel, and even running the horror track, I had no idea that he was going to be there. And so um, just, just being in there because I had to do my duties as a, as a track director, and they announced him in the movies that he had, uh, that he had directed, and I recognized him and, and knew that I enjoyed his movies, I got excited. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, <laughs> I got the chance to go up and talk to him, and... Um, tell him, you know, that I appreciate his work and everything, get pictures with him and whatnot. And it's always exciting for me. And, and he really seemed to appreciate, you know, getting some fan love um, that uh, I don't think he was, he was quite expecting. Because um, he, he did, you know, he wasn't actually a guest of the con. He didn't have a table or anything like that, like some of the, of the bigger names that we have. Um, so... Um, you know, it, it was just a, it was a great unexpected opportunity, and you, know, you just never know when those those kinds of of moments are going to happen at, uh, when you get these kinds of people together. Well, speaking of guests, can you name any off like that that will be attending? Well, we we don't have too many um, horror specific guests, unfortunately, but what we do have. Uh, uh, Miss Price, like I said, and um, uh, super excited about her. Uh, one of our other uh, big names is Martin Kleba. Uh, he was in Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, he was in uh, the Left Behind remake. And even though the movie wasn't very good, his performance actually was very good. Um, and uh, he's been in several other things that you'd recognize if I could remember them off the top of my head. But And I've met him actually before at another con, and he's a really cool guy, fun to talk to. Uh, very down to earth, so um, I'm looking forward to, to, to chatting with him again. I'm oh, sorry, I was looking at his movies. <laughs> you had me googling. <laughs> uh, he's been in quite a few movies, though. Wow. Yeah. 
Hell yeah, yeah that's pretty, pretty awesome, prolific. actually. I mean, damn. Ted 2, Hancock. Man, he's been in a lot of movies. Sorry, I'm looking at him. We've been focusing less life. on celebrity names. Yeah. Um, than we what what we we want more attention on the panels and on fan interaction with each other than um, than pumping all of our budget into getting celebrities because a lot of times even even relatively small name celebrities will cost an arm and a leg to uh, uh, to get them to come out to a con and uh, you know that just that eats through a budget in a hurry and uh, you know I'm a person I, I, I love meeting my favorite celebs I you know I've got a I've got a book full of autographs and um, folders full of pictures uh, I like I like the stories that I come away with from uh, from meeting them, but that's not not all that a con is about. Mm. And I appreciate uh, Conuga and and the the focus on um, on the content rather than simply on um, talent names. Yeah, because the celebrity draw, if that's all you have, then. You really, I mean, that's only temporary. It's not keeping somebody there all day. Right, yeah, exactly. I mean, you go meet your celeb, you're done. You know, even at, even at Dragon Con with their their huge room full of, uh, of you know, big-name celebrities, I'm going to spend, you know, a couple of hours in there, and then, you know, the rest of the weekend, I'm, I'm hanging out with friends doing con stuff that doesn't involve um, the celebrities. Um, you know, most of my panels don't don't involve them, um, and certainly I'll get out you know to to see you know this one or that one. Um, but uh, you know, it's just it's it's fun to have more content than, than just that. Sorry. I um there's one of the guests. I don't know if I saw it on there or not, but Sean Rogerson was he? Oh yeah, he was there. Oh, he was. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, two two years ago, all the years run together, kind of in my memory. I, you know, I remember somebody being there, meeting somebody, but uh, because I've done so many cons over the past few years, I really think hard to remember. Okay, who was who was there? What particular year? But I think it was two years ago. Yeah, that he was he was there. Uh, I don't know why I thought I read it. He was gonna be there this year. Not that I know of off the top of my head. I, I certainly, I'm, I'm sure I would have heard it if he was, because I'd be the one scheduling oh, yeah, yeah, uh, panels yeah. for him, I believe. But um, unless he was a very late addition and I just had him, which does happen sometimes. Sometimes the, the contracts, you know, do go through late, and um, you know, and it'll be a kind of a, a last-minute update to get you know panels put together for him and, and inserted into the schedule. Um, so it is entirely possible that you know if he if, if he is going to be there, he was just added, and I just haven't gotten the word down yet. Oh uh, yeah, it's I probably saw something from last year or some other time. Cause I was like, yeah, man, he, you know, I remember watching him on Grave Encounter. So, well, his his panel was uh, a good one. Uh, I'm I'm not familiar, or I wasn't familiar with him or his show. Um, before meeting him at the con, and I still really enjoyed his panel. He was just 
interesting, had had good stories to tell, uh, very personable with the guests. So, so even as a as a non fan, um, I I was happy to have him there as a guest. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely interested in uh, attending some of these panels myself. Getting you know talking about them and just getting really you know excited and getting out and doing it. That's what. Yeah, it's gonna be a. Uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Absolutely. In my opinion, I mean, I'm gonna leave Jim Jam at the table though. That we have said, I'm just gonna leave him, and I'm just gonna go sit on a bunch of these panels and he can. <laughs> Man down. Absolutely. Because I want to go watch the like you got this Star Wars versus Star Trek debate. Yeah. You in that? Fun. No. Uh, I want to. I want to go. I want to. I want to see that debate. Like because it's it just be fun like, to see people argue over. Uh-huh. Is that what it's like? Pretty much like debating on what's who's better and how. Oh yeah, like that's the universe exactly is, is better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my my phaser is better than your lightsaber, and you know the Enterprise is. I mean, is, I will uh, say this though: at least Star Trek didn't have the Death Star. I mean, that thing could take out <laughs> worlds. Uh, you know, um, I don't. I mean, yeah. you could weigh that like well, but I mean, granted, they destroyed the Death Star, but still, I don't know. I just yeah, th- I think that would be. I'd like to watch that. Yeah, the nerd in me would really but, enjoy that. The, the the one downfall to being a track coordinator is that I don't get to do much else. Um, yeah, because you're constantly uh, having to make sure everything's yeah, on you know, time. I've, I've got my duties to to attend to and everything, um, which uh, is is not a complaint because, like I said, you know, if I were there just as a as an attendee. You know, paying for my own badge like everybody else, you know, just there to enjoy the con. I'd be spending the vast majority of my time on the horror track anyway. So, I mean, that's where I want to be. But, um, but so, yeah, you know, going to the, to the um, Star Trek versus Star Wars panel is usually not really an option for me these days, unfortunately. But, but I know from years past that they're a lot of fun. Yeah, because so like you have a horror panel every single hour. Just about. Yeah, so so you got it full filled up. I know. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's good. We talked. Was it Nerd Media? Yeah, Nerd Fanatic. Yeah, Nerd Fanatic Media. They're supposed to be. They they agreed to set in on our panels and record them for us, but I don't know if they're going to do that for all of them or what. I haven't been told of them doing them for all of them, but any they want to do them for, I, I will certainly. Yeah, we met them at um, Shuttercon. Let them. Yeah, they were going around interviewing people. Yeah. And stuff at Shuttercon. Yeah, we met them last year. We were sitting right next to them. They're pretty cool dudes. We like them. I also want to go see the Marvel versus DC debate. That'll be fun. That's. I don't know if they've done that one before. Or no, not. it says that they, they haven't done it. So. To, but yeah, that, that does sound like it'd be a lot of fun. I hey, just yeah. curious when uh, when will all the information be updated on the website? Um, soon. <laughs> it's hard to it's hard to say because I don't uh, I don't deal directly with with getting the the website updated. 
Uh, or the, but, app, the uh, app or whatever. This is February 6th. Yeah, now the, the app is is updated regularly as new information comes in. So as of, as of right now, it, theoretically, I haven't, I haven't checked it. But I'll be doing that this upcoming week. Um, but uh, theoretically, it's completely up to date with all the information that has currently been turned in. So which Okay, so it just now... I checked last week and it was, uh, it was just the Conega 2016, but now it's available for Android, the newest one. Yeah, yeah. So that's what it says. We, we changed over to use a different app because we, I believe we weren't quite satisfied with the results that we were getting from the last one. And so that that's the reason that it took a while to, um, to hit for download, um, uh, Todd and some of the other guys have been really putting a lot of time into getting that populated with all the data, getting it set up, tested, to make sure you know everything works. Um, and so they're you know they've been working really hard um, on getting that ready. But even with all that work, it still took a while to get to get a brand new app. Oh yeah, ready to go. Oh yeah, I imagine it does. Uh, so you got the app. You know, people get the app and everything, and they're ready to go to Conoga. But what's the price? It's ours. Uh, let's out. Let, you know, throw the prices out there for everybody. You know, the, a day's pass or a weekend's pass. Oh gosh! Oh, now you're asking me the hard question. Yeah, see, uh, I'm going to ask you, Chad. <laughs> I mean, come on, you're you're the Conoga. I know, guy. right? Uh, let's see. I believe uh, I believe the full pass is uh, sixty dollars. Yeah. Um, for the weekend, I can't promise that is the exact price at the door. Uh, if, if not, it should be close to that. And then um, day-to-day will be less than that. And I don't know the exact amount off the top of my head, but it's, it, it, it'll, be, it'll be less. But if you're, you're going to do day passes and, um, and you want to come for just one day, then definitely make it Saturday. That's when the biggest, best stuff is going on all day. Although Friday night um, is going to be pretty amazing. Um, and if you can make it for at least two days, you don't want to miss Friday night. So what's the Friday night that's, big one? That's that's when Screen Queen is happening, for first of all. Okay. What time is that happening? <laughs> so, uh, that is... We changed it, so it's not the time that I'm remembering. I believe it's at eight. Okay, eight. Uh, no, it's at nine. Nine. Because I mean that'll be yeah, one nine or the, ten. I'm sorry. I know for sure. Well, I'm, I'm t- may try to stay two nights down there. So it just depends on how late we. Uh, oh. That's the uh, that's that's the big problem with um, with having to make last minute adjustments to the schedule is that I'm I'm I, I remember right off you asked me I can tell you right off the top of my head the day and time that it originally was but the new time it's like oh, i gotta scratch my head okay when did we move yeah. that to <laughs> that's why i write everything down because if i don't i'm in trouble well anyway so chad everybody's at least in this room is excited you know to be a part of conuga especially the 10th anniversary no pressure on us you know <laughs> being there the, for the first time and on the 10th mm-hmm. anniversary the you know the big one oh the decade that being there and which I'm excited for it, you know, it's 
the nerves will get there and they'll go away eventually. But I, I appreciate y'all allowing us to be there and you know and networking with us and just I think it's going to be a good time. I'm I'm always excited to get people involved who have a passion for the genre and see what they bring to the con. And I've made some some really good friends just by doing that. I mentioned Seth Tucker um, earlier. He's written a, a, a werewolf novel. He does mostly um, steampunk stories, but but he has written some horror. And so he had a very strong interest in in uh, coming and doing a couple panels. And I basically just did it, invited him in on the word of some other people who whose opinion I trusted. And um, we hit it off so well. He added so much to the um, to the, every track that he was on that he's one of my mainstays. I have him back for multiple panels year after year. And you just you know you're not going to meet those people unless you're reaching out. That, uh, that hand to, to get people who share your passion in there with you just hang out get to know them and uh, and talk horror and that's I mean that's you know really what the horror track is all about oh yeah and we hope that uh, you know we can be on that level of you know bringing people in and, and you know being and maybe if it's not every year every few years or whatever you know you need we're hoping that we can do that for you as well yeah, now that the uh, app is up on the Play Store, I'll get that link put up on the website, and so everybody can see the schedule for everything. Excellent, and I'll I'll be adding uh, events to the Horror Tracks Facebook page, and you'll be able to to see the the panels and their times, and you'll be able to sign yourself up for whatever you're interested in so that you can get Facebook reminders of, of when it's happening. Oh yeah. Jimmy will, he'll put a link down there for that too. Yeah. And, and it's if, Facebook. Um, Con, is it Conuga? Well, I guess, uh, just send me a link to it in the, I guess okay. the description or not the script, the, uh, the messenger. And I'll, uh, I'll put that up on the website too. Yeah. We'll get everything Sounds hooked good. up. So that way, uh, one stop shop as they would say. So they can, people come to our website and figure out everything. Outstanding. And like I said, we appreciate um, having you on and talking to you, and we hope, uh, you know, Conuga 10 years is going to be the biggest one. Hell yeah. I believe it will be. And I appreciate you having me on. I'm looking forward to meeting you guys in person next month. Hell yeah. Yeah. We're looking forward. Not long, and we'll we'll be there uh, kicking things off, right? Yep. You know it. All right. Well, you have a good night. We appreciate you coming on. Yeah. Thank you, Chad. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. All right. We'll see you. Bye. Bye. All right, guys. So uh, that's Chad from Conuga. He's a fellow horror guy, uh, which is amazing. And you got to think with a con bringing out the horror genre, like he was saying, most don't do. So if you're in the local area and you're hearing this, Drive down to Chattanooga. Uh, be there uh, at the Hotel Marriott. The Chattanooga Choo Choo is uh, sold out. But they got three or four other hotels that will give you the Conuga rate when you call and ask for it. Not sure how much that is yet. I'm still... I'm going to book a room. I'm probably going to stay two nights. Because I'll probably stay the Friday and Saturday. 
yeah. and leave out Sunday morning. But uh, I mean, I imagine it'll be like ten percent. I think it's one hundred fifty bucks a room. I mean, it's not real bad. I mean, you are in downtown Chattanooga, major city, and and even if you don't, just do the you know Conuga, the con itself. There's a lot of stuff in Chattanooga if you've never been. Free shuttles. You can go anywhere in downtown for free. Just get on that shuttle and you can go lots of places to eat. But like he said, the that horror track, it's going to keep you there. Yeah. And, and I'm interested in going and, and seeing looking. that. And I, I, I'm like getting excited just to go to the panels. <laughs> yeah, just from looking at the, all the, the schedules on the app for Conuga, man, I, there is a ton of stuff. Yeah, see, and I'm, that's why I'm sitting here thinking, I'll probably stay the two days. And then Sunday, maybe get up and go to a little bit, or you know, maybe it just depends on what time, and and head out, you know, and get back home. But uh, guys, we hope you enjoyed this, and you know, like with something that we do, it's not just movies, and it's not just you know, uh, actors and directors. We try to change it up, right, Jim Jam? Yep. Try to not, keep it. I mean, you know, a lot of people just do the actors, directors, and talk about movies and whatever, but we're trying to do, we try to do a little different stuff. And, you know, we try to keep it local every once in a while. Definitely. Nothing wrong with that, right? Nothing yeah. wrong with that. No, Nothing wrong no, with that, guys. So, if you really, really like this podcast, you know, just give a like there. Just click that button, that little like button right down there. Subscribe, you know, share it with some people. Go to the Facebook page, maybe. I don't know. I mean, Face, maybe. Facebook Twitter. group. Twitter. I mean, you can get on Twitter, yes. Snapchat, Instagram. Yes. I mean, come on, guys. You can do all kinds of stuff here. Tweet it out, guys. Tweet it out. Bloody hell, tweet it out. <laughs> Jim Jam's still sick, guys. Yep. If you listen this long, give him a get well soon card. Alright guys. Like, share, subscribe guys. Just comment. Hit us up. We're on everything. Google Play. Yeah, everything.